This is exactly right. Welcome to the silliest little podcast, Bananas Minisodes. I'm Banana Boy number two, Scotty Landis. And I'm Kurt Brownoller. Of course, if you're not familiar, you're familiar. Minisodes, we take your your personal stories, your confessions, mix them with ours, and uh, it makes a nice little cocktail. It's a nice way for us to get to know the Bananimals, your deepest, darkest secrets, and we absolve mm-hmm. you. I mean, like we always say, unless you killed someone or seriously injured <laughs> someone, we're going to absolve you from whatever you confess yeah. to us. And uh, we put out on our Instagram, The Bananas Podcast, a couple topics. You can send us confessions anytime. But these were relationships or mistaken identity confessions. Mm -hmm. So we'll get into them. We'll read a few of them. You went, you were just sledding. I just went sledding. I was, uh, because Olive is out of school for Mm -hmm. this week. So um, we just, uh, I was like, I'll take Olive in the morning. And uh, like I took, dropped Gus off at school. And then Olive and I just went up towards Big Bear. Um. To a place that I didn't know existed called Arrow Bear, which is in between Lake Arrowhead and Big Bear. Yeah. I mean, lazy um, name. They could have called it Big Arrow. They could have called it many things. <laughs> Big Head. Barrow Air. Um, and and so we, we brought the sled, the sled that we bought last time we went to Big Bear two years ago before the Great Quar. Mm-hmm. And uh, Olive is so, you know, Olive never yeah. sees snow or anything like that. So she's always very excited. This is the second time in her life. First time was two and a half. And yes. this is the second time she's seen snow. And so uh, we bought some gloves on the mm-hmm. way. Cause she really wanted to make a snowman. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, we don't have gloves. No. And... Then we got there oh, and boy. we like, I parked on the side of the road and then we like, I kind of like lifted her over this giant thing. And the snow came down like two weeks ago. Okay. Old and snow. is now, it's just ice. I mean, that it is just ice. <laughs> And so we we went on one, we sledded once, and I, I was like, it's too fast. I don't want to do this. And I was like, okay, great. And then we like walked around for a little while. She's like, I have to pee. And I was like, okay, we'll do a bush wee. She like peed in the snow, made Fun. yellow snow. It was a big deal. Yeah. Uh, and then we're like, let's sled again. We sledded again. She loved it. She's like, this is the best. And I'm like, this is great. Now she's into it. Mm-hmm. Let's do it again. And the sled breaks in half on the oh, third no. the third sled. A plastic and then she just was sled? Plastic sled. Uh-huh. Because the the ground was just bumpy ice. Uh-huh. And so it was like cold and then it just uh-huh. literally separated in the middle. Uh-huh. She was like in the front, I was in the back. <laughs> <laughs> like a cartoon, like a yeah. cartoon the way you would imagine a sled would break. Um, and then she was just like, I want to go home. 
But you it did. It would have been 15 minutes, but we did it. And I th- I, I'll remember it at least. I don't know if she will. But As a I bet kid will. growing up in Southern California to go sledding is a great thing. And big those who've never been to Southern California, Big Bear is a lake and there are ski mountains around it. And it's a pretty high altitude. That's why it gets snow. Yeah. It's only about, it's like less than two hours from Los Angeles if you don't hit traffic. And it's a quaint little town. But uh, it's our only option here, really, if you want to go yeah. sledding. It's like near any game in town. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was, uh, I, it was nice. It was I'll a nice, tell, very pleasant family time. I'm going to tell this story on for our very special animals. But at one point, I probably will tell this on the main pod because it makes me laugh so much. But when we were in okay. college, Amherst College, which was next to UMass, has one of the greatest sledding hills imaginable. If anybody went to Amherst College or knows the area, it is just wide and steep and so long. And then at the end, it just goes into baseball fields and sport field, uh, sports fields. So you can just go and go and go. That crazy oh, awesome. guy, Ozzy, that I've mentioned a lot of time that hung out at our house but never went to UMass, he wore um, <laughs> cross-country ski shoes as his winter boots, and they're flat on the bottom, and he used to sled by just putting his hands in his pockets and standing up, and then would just no. slide down on his feet at 30 miles an hour. Ozzy's cool, man. Ozzy was the best. Uh, <laughs> but one night, my buddy John wanted to record... He had a sketch TV show in college called The John Show, and he wanted to record... Uh, all of us just going off this huge jump that had been built by other students earlier in the week. And so only my roommate Franco and John and I go. And it's the same thing as you're saying. Iced over. Like, Ice. so fast. Oh. And, if you, and like if you try to start your own path, it just kicks you back onto the path. So no matter what, you're hitting this jump at full speed down the middle of this hill. <laughs> and so we're bailing, we're bailing. And then Franco, who famously won't bail, he was trying to think of something cool because we were going to be filming it for this TV show. And he's like, I got it. And he goes in the sled, legs in front of him, sitting up, holding the sides of a plastic sled. And when he goes off the ramp, and there is footage of this, he goes so high and so long. And before he like reaches the pinnacle, he yelled, Creed rules. The band Creed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he flew, and then he didn't bail, and he landed on his tailbone and like just crashed oh. so hard and was in such oh. pain. And we were joking about this two weeks ago. And I guess now as an adult guy, he's got sciatica because of that no. accident in college. No! <laughs> Isn't that oh, crazy? No! He hit his he like he messed up his lower lumbar spine Boom. or whatever. But but he yelled Creed rules doing it. So <laughs> Maybe I'll save that one when we do our first ski lodge show somewhere. Oh, man. Oh, we got to do a ski lodge show. Yeah, that would be like paradise. The, the mountains of Colorado. That'd if you have great. a ski lodge, yes. let us know. Yes, if you manage a ski lodge somewhere and you want a live <laughs> comedy show, we will tape at your lodge. We will be there. All, All right, right. Scotty, give, give me a confession. Give me a story. Give me Here's something. a relationship confession. The other thing I like about confessions is they're anonymous. We don't say your name, and yep. uh, we ask everybody to send us real confessions. So here's one. My ex used to hide snacks around the house, like ho-hos and ding-dongs. <laughs> I mean, great. When we would get into arguments, I would go find them and either open them up and take a big bite out and put it back in the wrapper and then back in its hiding place, <laughs> or I would squish the crap out of them in the wrappers and put them back. I committed violence against snack cakes. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> I mean, those are good. You know, you are absolved. We forgive you. You are absolved. Nobody I got hurt. I remember my... 
nobody got hurt. That's a great way to take it out. I remember my... For some reason, my mom was really into like health food until I was like six. Yes. And then at six, it was like, I, I don't give a shit anymore. Yes. And so it was just like trash in the house all the time. Yes. And we had little Debbie brownies that were on top of the fridge uh-huh. and it was like a, like every single day after mm-hmm. school come in reach on top of the fridge get a little Debbie brownie oh, yeah. and eat the shit out of that and oh. kudos mm-hmm. kudos I'm mm-hmm. yours that was a good yeah. <laughs> healthy coconut Quote, it was unquote, a chocolate healthy. bar was, chocolate granola it was bar? a Snickers bar but yeah. they just like sold it as health food kudos I'm yours I'm yours they were good. I don't remember even them having a commercial. They had like a commercial. Oh, God. You don't watch commercials anymore because of streamers, but there was a time where you would yeah. just sit and plant and watch Nickelodeon or whatever you watch from your kid and just get hammered by jingles, and they've stuck with me to <laughs> this day. Remember my uh, crazy, crazy roommate, Zane? and Well, we use fake name Zane in Brooklyn. Yeah, 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 yeah. He would. He I was, love Zane stories. Zane stories. Yeah, he drove me nuts for one year. I mean, absolutely the craziest roommate I've ever had. And I didn't smash any of his ding dongs or ho hos. But one, he got a new laptop, even though he was unemployed. His family just sent him money all the time. And back then, you used to have to put two discs, like startup discs, in your laptop to like I don't know, boot it or whatever the heck you have to do. I don't know technology. Uh-huh. So he had a big bedroom. I had a big bedroom. I'm watching a movie. He decide in the living room. He decides to do all of his computer stuff with his new computer on the coffee table in front of me while playing keyboard in his bedroom. So the computer's in front of me, and every time he has to do something, disc A and disc B, he comes in, walks in front of the TV, bends over sort of in front of me. Like the guy was just a nuisance. He was an absolute, <laughs> but he was also super forgetful. Uh, and so that night. Every time he would put disc A in and would take 50 minutes to load or whatever, when it would kick back out, I wouldn't tell him. I would just put disc B in and put it in, and then he would come, and then he would check, and then disc B would come out, and he would be like, oh, I must have messed that up, and then he would put disc A in. and did. So we just repeated that cycle of me (laughs) switching the disc without telling him and driving him insane. So that was my little – this is my little confession – <laughs> um, but yeah, it just I, I I could not stand him, and what he was doing was so obnoxious that I was like, "Well, I'm just going to mess with this dude." And it went on for honestly three hours that I would just wait for him to leave, switch the discs around, and the guy, I'll just take your computer to your room, dude. Anyways, <laughs> no regrets on that. A guy. huge room, huge A room, huge room. Huge yeah. room. All right, I got one here for you. Good. Uh, this is a nice confession here. Uh, I faked a British accent to a girl at Ocean City, Maryland when oh we were 18 and oh for boy. two days lied about being from Liverpool. Amazing. Finally, I told her about actually being from Berryville, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> we sat on the sand under a moonlight sky and she slapped me. <laughs> that was the last time I saw her until five years later, I was working at the American Eagle Outfitters no. in Hagerstown, Hagerstown and randomly was cashiering some person and noticed her rewards card was the same name of the girl I faked a British accent to. Yes. And for fun, I said, would you like your receipt with you in the bag? <laughs> but yes. in an English accent. And her, R's, her eyes darted at my lanyard that included my name. And she yelled, fuck you, and then stormed off with her merchandise. Well, huh? you're absolved for sure of this because that other person won. Nobody should be slapping anybody, especially after 72 hours. <laughs> 
Two days, two days, 48 yeah. hours. Nobody shot on anybody. And then get over it. You dodged a bullet there. You're fully absolved of that one. Oh, man. But I do remember I was much younger. I was much younger. I think I must have been like 11. It's mm-hmm. probably 11, 10, 11, 12 in that area. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I haven't really thought about this time in my life for a long time. Love it. But my mom uh-huh. was, my mom, you know, they, my parents got divorced when I was two. Mm-hmm. And then my mom just never dated. Yeah. She just, maybe she would go on a date here or there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just like a... She's a working no mom. She's a working mom. Yeah. And, but then when I was around 10 or so, she yes. met this guy, D, okay. who uh, owned a funeral home. Fine. Um, and, and he lived above the funeral home. Whoa. And she dated him for like wow. a year or two, wow. maybe more. And he would, he, I remember he, he smoked. And so, like, and that's why I think, like, there was no way my mom ever. Like could smell cigarettes on me because like we were like coming and going from D's house or yeah. something. Do you know what I mean? Like we're just yeah. like once you walk into an apartment where everyone's smoking, it's yes. like you can't tell. Yes. And um and I remember and it was just like so we, I would just spend a lot of time at this funeral home. That's so weird, uh, man. I didn't know. It's this. so weird. Yeah, and and I remember he gave me this gift once that mm-hmm. someone had given him as like a joke, which was um little paper cutouts okay. of uh of like battleships yes. that you could then put in the toilet and then pee on them to like sink them uh-huh uh like he had just been given it as like a gag gift from spencer's right. gifts or something but he gave it to me and i th- it was just like this dude is awesome like, <laughs> this is the coolest thing i have ever gotten like this is about you could piss on these ships this is, is awesome and is i remember one night my mom and Dee, I guess, are having drinks. He's smoking a ton. And uh, I go downstairs, and he, li- he was in Belmar, New Jersey. And there was just some kids hanging out, like some girls hanging out on a stoop in Belmar, New Jersey. Yes. And it was just dark enough. It was like uh, late, like late twilight. So it was just like you could kind of make out that like I was a boy, and they were... And for some reason, I just started talking to them in a British accent. Amazing. And, and it was this for a 10 or an 11 year old like um like just a a, a freedom yeah. of being someone completely different and being in the dark do you know what i mean yes and like flirting with these like mm-hmm. 11 year old girls mm-hmm. uh that was just like amazing to me yes and i never let on and they're like are you really from england and i was like oh yeah i'm already from england you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm a chimney sweep. And then, like, <laughs> then said goodbye and left. Um, but, man, it was it was beautiful. But also, like, what, what where everybody's having fun at that age. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, there's no reason to slap anybody. No, never hit anybody. We're all goofing. Also, that's, yeah. I mean, that's amazing. Uh, every time I go into, like, an Irish pub in New York or, like, or in L.A. or anywhere, and there's always one bartender who always, like, the thickest Irish accent, and you're in, like, Topeka, and you're like, there's no way. Like, I think that there are a lot of... I think the guy at the Tam O'Shanter <laughs> fakes a Scottish accent. There's a bartender oh, yeah, no, near I, Kurt's yes, house. Yes, I know exactly he, who you're talking about. The, yes, and his brogue is... And he's, he's always saying, like, the, all the catchphrases that if you googled what is slang in scotland he's always saying it and i was there with my friend ali who is a lesbian and she got up to go to the bathroom and he's like i'm not even gonna do it i can't even do his accent but he was like mate you got a good one there she's absolutely stunning and like went and i was like 
<laughs> that's my friend, and you're being weird, and now you're talking to yeah. me in like a brogue about the woman I'm with who's just my buddy. Um, but there was this uh, venue. Remember when Super Deluxe had that live show where they showed all like the preview? Back in the day in New York, was it like Bowery Ballroom? or There was a big venue that used to have a bar in the basement. Or, or God, what was it? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I know, I know. It was on, uh, or no, it was between like 15th and 16th. Yeah. Um, just just east of Union Hall? Square. Webster Hall? No. Um, no. No, no, no. But anyways, that venue, I was at the bar in the basement. I think maybe you and Kristen were doing, uh, you were doing a like, comedy lineup, but it was a big comedy night, and I got there extra early. Um, and Irving Plaza? Yes. Yes. That's yes. exactly where it was. And so yeah. I'm at the basement bar, and... Just strike up conversation with the woman next to me, and she's our, you know, I was probably 24. She was probably 24. And she's like, I'm from Scotland. And I got in last night, and I've been walking around. And I, I think Maeve Higgins, somebody was on the show where she was there to see the comedy too. And I was like, What do you think about New York? And she's like, Squirrels. There's so many squirrels. And I go, Do you not have squirrels? I was like, Do you not have squirrels in Scotland? She's like, No, we don't. And they're everywhere. And you're like, Everybody talks about the rats here, but the squirrels. And I always thought that was the funniest observation. That chick just had never seen squirrels before and was just like, They are taking over. I do remember like uh, the, the Australian that I dated, she was super psyched about deer. Uh. <laughs> A lot it was of deer. just like, look at this, a deer, this is amazing. And I was like, you have like a humanoid animal that jumps around on its back legs and punches yeah. people with its hands. Deer art suck compared to kangaroos. Absolutely. Yeah, I, God, we got to do a show. We have to do a show in Australia. We don't do a we ski do. lodge in Australia. That's what we've gotten on this mini-sode. All right, here's another one. Confession. Yeah. Dated a guy for four months without knowing how to properly pronounce his name, just would avoid calling him by name at all costs. Wait, we just avoid how 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 many months? Four months. Didn't really know how to pronounce his name. Dude, that is amazing. It's like a Seinfeld episode. That's really good. That is really really good. I guess that makes. Oh my sense. god, I love that so much. I guess that makes sense. There was a yeah, like. I, they're definitely, I mean, not for dating, that doesn't make sense. But in life, you run into people in the regular that you're just like, and I can tell when somebody doesn't know my name. Like, it happens a uh -huh. lot with comedians and stuff, but I'll like say my name. I'll be like, hey, I'm Scotty. We met at so and so or whatever. But I do, if somebody gets it wrong, I will just roll with it. If I've had people call me other names, like Mike or Steve or whatever, and I just roll with it, it doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> it never does. I, do. <laughs> I definitely had people in my my life where i at a certain point i was like i simply can't yeah. ask what their name is yes uh like people who i've like just worked with or worked near or mm. around for so long where i was just like i can't ask i have mm. to have someone else ask for me yes um i like yeah exactly what you just said i got a, a confession here Ooh. uh I once let a therapist call me Kitty for a couple years. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty is not my name. I just embraced it. Sometimes I would tell my family when describing a situation, you know, Kitty wouldn't take this shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the perfect attitude. You are absolved. Exactly. That's amazing. <laughs> You're both absolved. I do a thing now where when you get, and this is a, a light pro tip. 
if you don't remember yeah. somebody's last name, which happens a lot, like especially it. with Bring what we on. do, you'll get texts sometimes and you'll save somebody in your phone as Kurt. You'll save somebody as Scotty, mm-hmm. but you don't know their last name. If that person texts you and you, if you're ever in a situation where you have to say, invite them to something on invitation, whatever, just say, dude, my phone, I dropped my phone, it's acting, could you just email me or DM me? And like, I've used Facebook, I've used every way possible, but just asking somebody to email you, oh, and this is also goes with when you get a number that you don't know and they're like, hey, Kurt, what's up, man? Are we still on for next week and you don't have it saved? Go, dude, can you just email me? Or just go, hey, can you just email me the details? My phone's, and I've gotten away with that. 50 times where people are like, hey, did you have a chance to read my script? I'm like, ah, man, can you just send me the newest version? And then I'm like, (laughs) right, it's Doug. (laughs) Doug did that. So pro tip, if you get a text from some number that you don't have saved and they definitely know you, lie and say something's wrong with your phone and just ask them to email you and that you'll get them back with your new phone. (laughs) Works. That's a great great tip. What I do is just very agreeably respond like, hey, man, how you doing? Good to hear from you. Also, who is this? (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, LOL, then they don't tell you. Oh, the worst. The worst. I've never had that. I don't think I've ever had LOL, LOL, don't. Because it's always someone who like should have put their name. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, I almost get angry at them. Yes. Where it's just like, hey, man, you texted me once eight years ago. (laughs) You think I'm supposed to remember your, like, have put your number into my phone? Like, just say, like, this is Doug. Dash Doug. It's always Doug. It's always Doug. All right. It's always Doug. That was a good one, Scotty. Oh, I love the mini-sodes. Bananimals, be nice to yourself. Give yourself a compliment. Give someone in the room with you a compliment. Something unexpected. If... If you are known for having big, beautiful eyes, don't say, God, I have big, beautiful eyes. Say, the way I get out of bed in the morning, it looks as though I'm going to have a wonderful day. Give yourself a compliment (laughs) that nobody else would give you. (laughs) Take care of yourself. Thank you for everybody. Thank you to everybody. Thank you to Scotty. Thank you to me. Mm -hmm. Thank you to Mm -hmm. Exactly Right. Thank you to Katie Levine, our producer. Thank you to Lisa Maggot, our intern. And, of course, thank you to... Georgia and Karen. Bananas. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced and engineered by Katie Levine. Theme music by Kahan. And all of our artwork is done by Travis Millard. You can follow us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast, where we post stories every day and things that we don't cover on the podcast. Listen, subscribe, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. And if you're interested in advertising on Bananas, please email us at thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. That's thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. 